Welcome to Key into Quality, a Mayo Clinic podcast focusing on healthcare quality, experience, and affordability trends and solutions. Today's podcast is part of a mini-series engaging quality leaders from our Mayo Clinic Care Network to discuss what it means to be getting back to the basics of healthcare quality work. Thank you for joining us. I'm Dr. Tim Morgenthaler, a professor of medicine here at Mayo Clinic and the vice chair for Mayo Clinic Quality. I'm really glad to have my colleague, Sherry Nemec, co-hosting today's discussion. Sherry? Welcome, everyone. I'm Sherry Nemec, Consultation and Relationship Manager for Quality at Mayo Clinic. You know, Dr. Morgenthaler, throughout this year, we've been listening and learning about not only pain points, but success stories from quality leaders that are part of our Mayo Clinic Care Network, both here in the U.S. and internationally. And from these conversations, we thought, well, wouldn't it be a great idea to talk with some of these quality leaders during our podcast so we can share their thoughts and perspectives with all of our listeners? Yes, Sherry. These past years have been filled with so many kinds of upheaval, COVID, supply insufficiencies, wildfires, droughts, floods, hurricanes, heat, wars. I mean, it's almost apocalyptic, but anyway, it's <laughs> right. all magnified the complexity and busyness and feelings of being overwhelmed, you know, I think these can easily stress and distract organizational plans and ultimately impact healthcare quality. So quality leaders ac across the whole globe are telling us that they feel a need to get grounded, to get back to the basics. But what does that actually mean? Today, we're joined by Todd Pollack from St. Clair Health in Pennsylvania. Todd Pollack is the Executive Director of Quality and Care Management at St. Clair Health in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Todd, thanks so much for joining us. Do you, is there anything you'd like to share about yourself with our listeners? I've been here at St. Clair Health for two and a half years. Previously was at a large organization. I've been in healthcare for 28 years, so I've been there for a while. Well, that's fantastic. Now, I think it's safe to say that all of healthcare and really all of the population has been through uh, a lot of changes in the recent years. The acute emergency that was brought by COVID is at least officially over now. And as it is, what do you regard at this point are the top pressing quality, safety, or patient experience issues in your facility? Yeah, we have seen, just like the CDC has announced, that we have seen an increase in infections. We saw the same as the nation has seen. We actually saw a decrease in our C. diff infections. Potentially, you know, was hand hygiene better? We hope, we hope so, and we hope it stays there. But we did see an increase in our central line infections, bloodstream infections, as well as our catheter-associated urinary tract infections, which... Once again, the rest of the country is seen as well. So of those, Todd, that you mentioned, you know, we're kind of trying to get to this back to basics, which we hear a lot of people talk about. In those areas, are there things that you're getting back to or you're reinvigorating or what can you share with us about the things you've been working on? Yeah, one of the things we didn't anticipate was challenges with, with supply chain. We were, you know, going to roll out a whole new central line insertion kit and care kit, you know, for, for changing dressings. And at this point, then we didn't have certain types of product. We weren't able to get certain alcohol swabs. We weren't able to get chlorhexidine easily available, you know, easy to distribute to the patient, you know, and put it on the skin. Same thing with catheters. You know, we found some, some of the challenges with just obtaining the hooks to, to secure the device onto the patient. You know, trying to kind of come up with a process and then trying to teach a process, and but having challenges with different products in the, as part of the kits, I think was extremely challenging. Standardizing safety practices, you know, by having a standard supply kit is a kind of a 101 
basic strategy. And so when you can't get you don't it, have that, it. Must certainly, that must certainly be vexing. Are there other challenges that you're sensing in your organization or that you're organizing uh, approaches to just now, particularly on the diminishing side of the COVID emergency? Yeah, I mean, we, we all know staffing has been a challenge, you know, not only nursing, but also nursing assistants. We have, you know, people that are, you know, spending less time in the room because they're donning and doffing, you know, for those COVID floors. We also have seen that we have a lot of travelers and they go through a different orientation process, which is very, very streamlined. They're not part of our culture. They have been brought up as a St. Clair Health employee. The training has decreased as well. My orientation was very much you know, streamlined on video and didn't go through a, a more of a clinical kind of process. So we, we definitely have seen challenges with staff that are travelers, as well as the orientation of new staff members you know, during COVID and trying to get back to the same practice we were doing previously. So just returning for one moment back to the supply issue, because I think that's uh, really a good point uh, that you raise, and you're not alone in experiencing that. So any hints for our listeners about how you're going about addressing that issue? Well, our supply team lead has been aggressively looking to make sure that we don't run out of stock, as well as working with our vendors to figure out, you know, but multiple vendors. So usually we maybe work with one vendor, but also reaching out to multiple different vendors during COVID as well, we reached out to other hospitals. I think for some of the um, you know testing kits that were available, you know things like that, we actually looked into other things such as expiration dates. So those expiration dates can we actually go a little bit longer for certain things as well. So really exploring every avenue that we can for the product we have in our hands, and then how can we get other products in our hands from either other vendors or other organizations in the area who are willing to share. You know, we never thought we'd have to do that to track how many tests we have still available to be able to test our patients or our employees. We're testing kind of supply product for PPE products, things like that as well. So things you never thought you'd have to really pay much attention to, I mean, really started to have to pay attention to as well. We've seen a bunch more falls as well. And I think really we have seen challenges with our skilled nursing facility beds with potentially having a, a lack of getting beds when patients need them. We've seen patients stay longer who need skilled nursing facility beds. And then sometimes these patients actually had to stay long enough that they actually don't qualify for these skilled nursing facility beds. And these are patients who end up staying extra days in the hospital, which leads them a chance of developing complications such as a fall or pressure injury or a hospital-acquired infection. And we know all know the detriments of length of stay, you know, on nutrition as well as activity. So it really leads to really bad outcome potentially that we're delivering that patient when they had that longer length of stay is established in the hospital. You know, one of the things you mentioned, trying to get new staff and onboarding new staff, and you know, we recognize that here too, is how do we ensure that we're bringing new staff into the culture and the values of the organization? And I don't know if you guys have discovered anything that's been helpful for that now, when we can maybe start going back to some of those basics. Yeah, I think it just is really just having those in-person sessions again for orientation, really making a focus of our leadership, having purposeful rounding, not just being out there and being a face, but also you know, having a purpose to when they're out there rounding and getting back to such things as having some coffee with the president, which you know mm -hmm. kind of stopped during COVID. Um, we couldn't mm -hmm. have those events happen. So really trying to embed you know, the top-down, bottom-up leadership that we need to kind of see. You know, Todd, I'm editorializing a bit on your comment because this is about the fifth time I've heard this in less than a month with the orientation process we all had to do a lot of orientation by video and virtually, but I'm hearing more and more, just as you said, that there's just something that doesn't happen unless people actually get together. So I think one of the challenges that COVID has brought and surfaced for us is, do we know the limits of 
what we can actually do organizationally, you know, virtually. And I think you're brushing up to that. Is there anything that you would say on this end of COVID that you find now is easier with regard to quality than it was prior to the big pandemic response? Yeah, I think our data analysts really got together and in, in our IT departments to fix things quickly. So if we need to make a change to reduce the number of questions we were asking during a nursing assessment, they work quickly to be, make that change happen where normally that would take months potentially with human resources, working with them closely to get more information regarding testing for our vaccine kind of for employees that was required from a CMS reporting standpoint as well. So I think everyone really locked arms together to get things done quickly. And I think really on that IT side, I saw this, this, this organization as well as our last organization, is that they really were able to make changes in the medical record, which usually can be you know historic challenges for you as well as creating dashboards to be able to track things such as supplies. Todd, I want to extend uh, my gratitude for you to join us today and have this conversation. Please share best wishes with all the staff there at St. Clair Health. And uh, thank you so much for all of your insights and sharing. Thanks. Thank you.